So we're back with another episode of The Home Stretch. My name's Holly and I'm joined by two Ians today. Ian McKenzie, CEO of the Guild, and Ian Crampton of Ferndown fame. So thank you both, Ians, for coming on today. <laughs> yes, it's very, very straightforward, Holly, because I'm Ian with two eyes, and Ian Crampton is Ian with one eye. Then that's how we go. shall be referred to from now. So Ian with two eyes, <laughs> you you two are quite got quite a good friendship going on. I know that you've got more than just property in common. I often see you guys doing a golf day and so forth. So you two, I think I'm going to have to rein you both in in this conversation today, aren't I? I think, yeah. I think you might have to actually. Yeah, definitely. Don't you think, Ian? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, we could go off on a number of tangents here, Holly. So you'd have to be really in control. I'll brace myself. So how about we start with getting to know you, Ian Crampton, a little bit. So I want to know the Ferndown story, because I know that you've been in business now with Ferndown for 20 years uh, this year, isn't it? It is when you say like that. Yeah, it's uh, 23 years for Ferndown um, and then Ferndown Estates originated in the year 2000. Well, congratulations on your 20 year anniversary. Thank you very Don't much. Don't look old enough to have had two decades of experience. Liar. <laughs> so tell us how that all started back in the year 2000 okay yeah so um uh my dad was a financial advisor uh, had been for a number of years after leaving as a milkman so big obviously a, that was you know you go from milkman into, into financial services but at that time the market was unregulated so and he kept on saying to me to come and join him but i was quite young uh, i was working in a dis- distribution center for halfords um he kept on pestering me uh and then the Halfords, Halfords warehouse men, men, uh, mentioned the word shifts, and I thought, I'm not doing shifts. Let's look at this uh, financial services job. Uh, so I went to London for 12 weeks, did all my exams at 29 years of age, didn't know anything about financial services, but apparently I did because I passed the exams. I don't know how, but... Um, and then got into specialised in mortgages. So at the time, for those of you who may remember, the MAQ exam came out. Uh, so I was one of the first people to take that exam, which made me qualify as a mortgage advisor. And an estate agency not too far from here at the time approached me because they'd heard I'd, I'd done some mortgages for their clients, introduced me to come and do their financial services. That ended up me buying a third of their business with my dad, um, which then opened them some branches uh, without going into too much detail we found out what that estate agent was like didn't like the way they operated realized it might impact on my our company name um and then thought well if these are doing it this badly um there's obviously there's opportunity here and it's a good area um so we decided uh, within two years we opened up an uh, an independent agency around the corner uh and there was a couple of corporates in the area at the time uh and 23 23 20 years later we're we're still here and nobody else is here. And where is here? So Marston Green, if anyone takes off from Birmingham Airport and looks out the right-hand side, um, you might miss us if you're in first class, Ian. Uh, but <laughs> equally, if you're in uh, um, Premier Economy, you turn to the right and we're immediately below you, uh, just at the end of the runway. I'll look, I'll look out for you, um, or I'll, I'll ask my kids to look out for you next Thank time. You, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ian, Ian, so your dad was a milkman, so he knew yes. that cream uh, always rises to the top. So that's why uh, that's why he got into financial services. I've got a first killer question for you from an estate agency perspective. Yep. Why can't estate agents, and I'm being very stereotypical here, 
why are a estate agents poor at delivering referrals to their FS advisor? I don't. I, I, I genuinely, I don't come from an estate agency background. I guess that's the problem in order yeah. in answering that. Um, the fear of of the of maybe just getting a a, a no, uh, asking a question that's maybe a bit personal. I mean, it's the first question that you should be asking is, can the person actually buy it? And if if there's if you're not sure, you should certainly be making sure you're qualifying them some way, shape, or form. But yeah, so yeah, it's the it's a some some companies are good at it. But I think the majority of estate agents that we deal with, they're, they're not particularly great at fact checking or getting those things done at the earlier stage. And you, that, you can see that by when you look on things like the insights, the time on market and the failings that are out there. But yeah, I don't know. I come from any the FCA and the FSA background. So, yeah. So I'm, so I'm like you. I, I have this belief, that which I've never met a great estate agent that wasn't great at FS appointments, yeah. because for me, it's just part of the journey. Why, why would you spend... Well, in some instances, nine months with a customer and not actually understand that they can afford the, afford, uh, the product that they're wanting to buy or the home that they're looking to buy. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Well, again, you know, there's plenty of times where I've come in from a, and speaking to somebody about their financial services and been able to qualify them and they've realized they can afford to buy more or buy yeah. a bigger property. So coming in at that angle from the first instance, that's certainly the first thing you should be doing, qualifying yeah. and quantifying what their affordability is. Because then they can start looking, but very often it's the the the, the uh, cart leading the horse. So in Ferndown Estates, is it is it uh, pretty much a given that you will check out people financially to make sure that they can afford to buy the property? Yeah, fundamental. Um, and we get that the people sometimes are a little bit reticent about providing their personal uh, information, but. Um, for me, it's non-negotiable. We are dealing with you as an applicant. Uh, you want to look in people's properties. We're giving up our time to show you that because as an agent, we've always undertaken our own viewings. Mm. We, we don't allow vendors to have their viewings. That's one thing they sign up to with us. Um, and if we're giving up our time, we need to qualify them. And, and that that's not being pushy to the point of you must see our financial services. Let me make that very clear. We don't even do our own financial service anymore because we've got a company that do that for us. But people have to provide us with that proof because we're spending time with them, showing them those properties. And uh, uh, yeah, so it's a fundamental for us. And I yeah, think that's a testament. When we see, if anyone checks our insights um, levels, I think the, the time on market, again, it, it proves the point that, more often than not, we've got it absolutely right. I was, just about, right ask you, I was just about to ask the question, what, so um, legitimate business, I, do you have a quicker listing to sell ratio? Do you have a quicker sale agreed to exchange ratio? Do you have less fall throughs? Yeah, 148 days time on market and the average in this area is 188. Right. That's so, pretty significant, isn't it? Month and a half difference. And, yeah. and your fall through rate is better than others? Our fall-through rate is at 12%, and the average is 24%. Wow, that's 50% difference. That's, I mean, you can tell how good a mass I am. Uh, that, but that is um, that is pretty significant. So you're offering a better service to your customers. Uh, yeah. Well, it's fundamental, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, why waste time doing a job that naturally you've got – if you've got a, doing a job at 50% of the time, which some agents are showing, that are not going anywhere, well, what a, what a waste of resource. Hmm. It's just no, a complete waste of time. Yeah, particularly in the market that we've just been with Trustonomics and all of the upset there and interest rates increasing and affordability, et cetera. It, for me, it's it's bread and butter. It's eggs and bacon. It, it go, they go hand in hand. Yeah, and it goes back to the point, though, isn't it? If somebody's not 
if, if somebody's too worried to ask the question at the start and is afraid of this barrier of people putting up talking about finances, I mean, you're, you're on a hiding to nothing. At the end of the day, you want disclosure from the point for, ben for the benefit of all parties involved. Yeah. Um, but again, it's something that I'm not, I'm not from that background where I'm worried about asking that question. No, just, 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 uh, just an obvious one. I, I agree. Yeah. So Ferndown Estates, what would you say your USPs are? So we are, uh, as an independent agent, we like to collaborate with as many other agents in our area that share the same values as us. Um, yeah. I'm from a, uh, we do sales and lettings. We, we set up straight away as a lettings business uh, and sales that was both of those from the start. So we, um, our, my background of financial services allows me to speak to people in a probably a slightly different way than most agents. So there's many times I've told people to stay put when, why are you, why are you moving? Just just stay where you are or mm -hmm. we've helped people put um, uh, facilitate the rent a room scheme um, for people to stay in their properties rather than having to sell. Um, right. So I guess this, this advice that we give and it is, <laughs> again, I come from an advisory background. We're not worried about giving people advice, um, which I think is a miss in the industry. It's like, well, what would you, what would you want to do? And the questions that are often used are there to, for the client to sort of make decisions from the questions that are loaded already. So, uh, so from that uh, equally, we, we market in a way that trying to promote the brand and the fact that we're going back to the old fashioned values of clients coming to us because they understand that they get to know about the local market before properties go on to mainstream portals. Yeah. So that's worked really well for us over the past five years. Um, uh, so I guess talking to people, building that, nurturing that process through with, uh, generations I've got, we've got people come in and tell us that I've sold their granddad's house, which makes me feel very old. And therefore my granddad's told me I've got to come in and see you, Ian. So, which is lovely. And I know you've probably experienced the same. Well, I know you have, cause we've had this conversation before. Yeah. I think it was in a toilet somewhere in a Grosvenor house one time, but, but <laughs> equally these are, it's really satisfying, isn't it? When you're having a, a conversation, a, a you're having these conversations with your, with the, with the community, and you go and get a pint of milk from the shop, and you you come back to half an hour later, and the office is saying, "Where you been?" Oh, I've just been talking to Muriel or or Trevor or where you know you're just having bumping into people and you're having conversations, and it leads to business. So you play the long game. That was a long long answer, wasn't it? Yeah, no, but it's a great it's a, it's a long one, but it's worth it because it's a great answer. So you've got um, a brilliant culture, brilliant ethos. You offer best advice to people. Ultimately, yeah, it's, it's not about you. Don't have um, Tony. Tony Morris calls it commission breath, doesn't he? Yeah, you don't have you don't have commission breath. In fact, you've got the opposite to that. You've there, got well, there's look, there's a guy, and I think that's what I know. Holly said it's not a promotion for the guild, but look, this is what we're about. You like-minded individuals coming together and and enjoying the, the the practice of of helping people in your local community, and that's what independent estate agency has always been about. I do yeah, think that's a common theme with all of the guild members that we speak to is that they always say something about their community and something about just popping out and getting business just by going to the shop or creating leads just by going to a local event and you don't yeah. get the corporate there's, there's no way that someone would recognize or, or feel confident and comfortable enough to speak to someone in the same oh, way. I'll 100 percent yeah you can you can buy your sponsorship you can put your logos over things but at the end of the day that's that's fine because you're supporting something in a financial sense, but just, you know, being there and having conversations. And yeah, I spoke to a guy this morning. I haven't spoken to him for three years. He phoned me up. He just wanted to let me know that his wife had passed away. 
Oh. Now, he's taken time out of a very difficult situation to phone my office up to let me know. And, you and you, you know. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, I was going to say it's lovely. It's very sad, obviously. But, sad. It's, but it's also lovely at the same time that you've got that relationship with him where he, yeah. what, he has wanted to do that. Yes, yeah, very humbling, very humbling. Yeah, incredible. So um, what's happening in the market at the moment, Ian? It's great. Um, I mean, the, the market where we are, um, we're close to major road networks, the NECs around the corner, the airport HS2 hub, very close by to us. So we've got a lot of focus in and around the area. Um, and I think the, the levels of transactions are very similar to how they've been for the last two or three years. Obviously, we've got a change in house prices and the way that the market and the lenders are responding to house price values. But transaction levels are really good. Um, rental market has gone extraordinarily high, as everybody will be telling you. Um, so, yeah, we, we're, we're doing well. Um, uh, and again, I, th and I, I think I've mentioned this on a, somewhere else. That What I'm really enjoying is having those conversations that we can now have whereas in the last three years every you know 100 inquiries on every property and you're just basically firefighting and absolutely exhausted and you can't you're basically just throwing people into properties almost yeah. whereas now there's a bit there's an element of a nurturer um you know you might be getting half a dozen inquiries on on particular properties so yeah it's back to good old-fashioned estate agency and you and I know what that means because we've been around a little bit, but there'll be listeners that don't know what good old fashioned estate agency is. Um, and that's no, through no fault of their own because they've only actually been in for the last two or three years where it's been effectively very hard work order takering. Yes. Um, so, and it hasn't been easy. I'd, I'd actually say that the last two years have probably been more unenjoyable than enjoyable. Yep because of the fact that you're having to constantly let people down and they think that there's some bias as to why they didn't win the house or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's a challenge. But in, but if we were to just expand on traditional agency, how would you summarize that in, in a few words? I think that the longevity of being in an environment where you are, and it is this, you know, again, you've said it's not, you've got to be seen, you've got to be there at the cold face, um, speaking to as many people as you possibly can and a lot of it you're banging your head against a wall but first things first get yourself noticed get invited out to the properties and that's you've got to do find your way in in your local area of of doing that um and i think there's some very good tips that um has been provided th through the guild and other places you can go and find where you just put you've got to put yourself out there first and foremost get yourself invited in build that trust get that relationship underway and over a period of time you know, that that will hopefully stand you in good stead and future proof your business four times like this. I mean, we're going back over and speaking to, you know, all of the previous market appraisals we've been to, um, carrying on those conversations, doing stuff that's off market because you're, you know, you've got people who are thinking about moving, but I can't see anything out there that, but you've been to it. So you, and it's just all that sort of thing that is like, well, it's what we do anyway. Yeah. It's just that we've not had to do that for the last two or three years but now it's really nice to go back and do that you're the second um, agent in 24 hours that's talked about chasing your previous ma's so uh it was owen from cps in belfast yesterday that they did a, they did some analysis that showed that the house prices um in today in in parts of belfast are the same that they were at the end of 2019 
So yeah. he's actually picked up his, he's just picked up the bleeding phone, as I always say, to MAs, to valuations, market appraisals that he did at the end of 2019 and said, you know that I valued your house at 185 uh, in 2019. Well, it's worth 185 again. Do you want to sell it? Um, and they're probably a little bit more polished than that, in fairness. Yeah. But he's picked up, he made 30 calls and he's picked up six instructions. That's yeah. a 20% conversion rate. I mean, that's world yeah. class. I mean, the conversations that we're having every morning now, and, and uh, it's nice that we've got the new office because we've, and you know, we've got the staff, we've had people working a bit more remotely and now we've got them all back together and the conversations, the phones, I mean, I'm sat in the kitchen, but the phones outside are ringing and everyone's buzzing and it's it's great. It's a really right. nice, nice environment. That is brilliant. I'll talk about that in a second. Just a couple of other things that, um, just in terms of building market share, um, you're, you're the mayor of your town. Chris Watkins always talks about being the mayor of your town. You use that. You use data, part of some of which we give you, and others that you get yourself brilliantly. Your marketing's on point, which is brilliant. Um, there were there's two other comments. Art O'Hagan, who is um, Owen's father, in his diary every Tuesday and every Thursday, he's got go for a walk. Now he's in a village, but he actually picks up his MAs by going out and going for a coffee and chatting to people. Um, the other, the other. Um, opportunity that if you can't go for a walk and a chat because your office doesn't allow that which is probably the majority of agents chris sawyer said at the guild of regional tour last year end of last year he said we've just accepted that the first contact with customers is now going to be outbound rather than inbound hmm. and you know what i love the simplicity of that because it means if i pick up the phone and talk to people then i'm going to get business yeah and that's basically what you've said isn't it yeah even picking up the phone to somebody you haven't spoken to for a couple of a couple of years. How are you? Yeah. How are you doing? Exactly. You know, it doesn't have to be a particular sales call. Naturally, you're the estate agent that's phoning them. They'll understand that there's probably going to be some form of talk about property. But even just picking up the phone, you okay? Do you want to stay on, stay on our details? Do you want to keep on getting it? Are you getting our details? What do you think about our marketing? Do you see our marketing? Is there anything else you think we should be doing? Just picking up the phone and speaking to people. Yeah, completely agree. Again, with no commission breath, that's the important thing. So after time in agency where everybody is thinking about the self-employed or the hybrid model or people working from home, you've gone in the opposite direction and you've got a new swanky office, which has got a brilliant Guild logo on the front. So thank you for that. Um, what what made you make that decision and how is it going? Nothing beats the sound of a nice environment to be in, whether you go into a cafe restaurant you don't want to go into somewhere where there's like one person because naturally you think oh but going into an office where there's lots of people around and there's communication going and there's people bouncing ideas off that that's that's great you can't beat that go into an environment which is a bit more alive and yeah. there's things going on so naturally the idea of moving was was always on the cards because where i was the the landlord uh, didn't want to sell the building to me so yeah. we've been looking for six years trying to find the right place so this is an opportunity that's been two years in the making um and we've you know it's 400 meters from our um current place or a, probably a five iron for you ian um so the <laughs> it's got great parking uh it's two stories so we've got space upstairs if we need to expand into it but we've got a tenant upstairs which is great because it, it it helps the finances uh and just being able to make a fresh start so um, getting the logo, the, the branding, making it more because we want with the guild. Unfortunately, when we opened, um, so we want to sort of make it more, more up to date. Um, mm. So 
and like anyway you get a fresh start so moving you get to clear out a lot of the stuff that you don't need anymore and and just make it nice and fresh and everyone's taken to it really well so I did fly from Birmingham this year actually a few uh, last month and I you'd have missed um, us being our... in first class obviously I no, I was in the muggle area as I would call okay. it. So I got I could see Marston Green from the from the airplane seat. <laughs> yeah. And um, and as we were driving uh, on the bus back to the car park, we saw airport, lots yeah. of fern down um for sale boards and with the guild logo on it as well. And I just have yeah. to say it just looked so smart just on there was more than one on, on plenty of the roads, so just looked so smart on our drive through. Uh, it's great. Yeah, you so know what getting... I think about the guild. So but even with just with the Ferndown logo, you're getting so many international people probably driving through those areas and seeing those signs. So that marketing, yeah, it, it does the work, doesn't it itself? Boards, boards, free boards, and all that. Yep. yep. I am going to just ask you one question about the guild because you have referred to it. What what benefits have you got from being in the guild? I think liaising and co uh, collaborating with people when you're when you're out there on your own as an independent and you think are we doing everything as we should do are we doing okay and you sort of it's nice to have that sort of reassurance that oh okay yeah we we are okay and um, so you get a bit of recognition and awareness and picking up good ideas and borrowing stealing for want of a better word um so having people like yourselves around for that support i, mean, I phoned and spoke to paul offley yesterday um so again, just just having that in itself, and and have it, but equally adding to the the value of the marketing that it gives us, and being able to promote the services that we offer, because we offer quite a wide variety of sale options, including your auctions, and and then we've got your uh, advanced method of sale, and we obviously you've got things like Offer Hive, which underpins it. So you've, we've got it's it's added and allowed us to present ourselves as even you know as we say we're a, a nice we're independent estate agency but with a huge multinational reach well that, that's that's great Cheers. well you're doing a little bit more than okay you were the gold winners for the west midlands in 2023 so congratulations for that really appreciated it i think it's nice for for us the staff to to get that acknowledgement and and appreciation that's that's wonderful well, you, the, the thing that, that I can thank you for, Ian, and this is a mutual admiration society, is that you actually give back to others as well. And that will, won't just be guild members. It'll be any agent that is uh, needing help. You are the type of person that does that. So that's fabulous. Which moves very nicely on to something that you and I are um, talking about, isn't it, in terms of the Sanjay Cup for next year? Oh, this is this is exciting. Right. So, do you want, so you, you're the man that's got the... Uh, the momentum behind this so would you like to tell everybody what it is absolutely well nothing beats going and getting together with a group of people you love admire respect and whatever and going out and having a game of golf or a relaxing time at a spa um now this originated back in 2000 and 2000 we opened Ferndown Estates we had a golf day just for some it was way of a bit of a marketing and we got quite a lot of landlords who came along and every year we've run a golf day and then joining the guild and meeting yourself and others. Uh, so we've managed to uh, now turn this into hopefully what will be an annual event where we think we can get some fundraising and some charity donations. Uh, and we've thankfully where we are located right next to the Ryder Cup uh, venue, the Belfry. And just so happens that my sales manager is very close friends with the account manager there. And we've managed to secure the Brabazon course. For those of you who don't know, it's the actual best course in the Midlands. Uh, and that also comes with world-leading spa 
uh, facilities. So on September the 4th next year, we're holding uh, the Sanjay Cup. Do they call it the inaugural? They do. Yeah, they do indeed. Um, and it's fantastic to do something for such such a human being as Sanjay, who I've not met personally, but equally I'm very aware of what he does. And I think this is something that hopefully we can do every year. Um, so September the 4th next year at the Brabazon, it's going to be two days after the British Masters finishes, which will enable anybody who wants to partake the chance to play in an environment and uh, amphitheatre of all of the stands around in tournament condition. And it's just going to be fabulous. And the, the entertainment afterwards is going to be uh, great. So for those of you who want some golf or some fantastic relaxation and being sport rotten, then uh, we're putting it together. But equally, I think the, the response so far from the initial announcement has been unbelievable. It really has. It really, really has. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about opening it up to the sector, but actually I'm not sure we're going to have space to do that, which will be quite remarkable. No, but again, uh, we're just... You know, it's something that's nice for us all to get together. That that was the primary objective, is to get get the guild members and other people in our industry together and uh, and have a bit of downtime. Yeah, indeed. So that's um that's amazing. So here's the Sanjay Cup. Sanjay Gandhi is a customer of mine, but much more importantly, a friend of mine. Um, some will know that he has been quite poorly recently. He's had a cordoma. Um, so we're going to be raising money for the bone cancer charity that he has put uh, his heart and soul behind because of his circumstances. So it is something where, as you say, Ian, it's lovely to get together with people you know, like, trust and respect, but uh, it will be great to actually, an outward sign of, of love, affection and admiration for Sanjay with everything that he's gone through. Yeah, 100%. So but that'll be great. That'd be really good. Right, Holly, what have you heard so far? You've had two, two Ians with three eyes between us talking. <laughs> Um, what have well, you heard? I think the fact that you guys are putting together a golf day, a charity golf day for someone who is your friend. And like you said, Ian, you haven't even necessarily met Sanjay and yet he's your friend. I consider myself to know Sanjay and I haven't necessarily met him. And that kind of epitomizes what it means to be an independent agent in a network such as the Guild or any other network where you come together with your peers, you learn from each other, you support each other. And you just help each other to be better in your health and in your business as well. So I think that is a brilliant place to end this podcast. You've put it you've put it together far more better and more succinctly than than we ever did. <laughs> Ollie, well done. Well, that's my job to summarize and to wrap this all up. So thank you, Ian, for joining us today. We really, really, really appreciate it. it. Um, and we will be seeing you very, very soon. Take care.